0: If you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's american com slash Mike.
1: Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GinJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, February 14th. Look. The Jaguars, they've got free agency coming up hot and heavy. It is less than a month away, right about a month away. Obviously, the uh, franchise tag window is opening in about a week as well. We'll see what happens with Jaguars. Josh Allen, Calvin Ridley, all that fun stuff. But right now, we're going to look at some potential free agent connections that the Jaguars staff has, right? Some guys that these the Jaguars coaching staff has worked with in the past. And so these are some players that maybe they want to bring in from different spots that could potentially compete for starting jobs, could compete for for role playing jobs, and then you know potentially back of the roster. So we'll take a look at some of this stuff. Uh, we're not going to go through every player here. We're going to be looking at non-Jaguars free agents, obviously. All the Jaguars free agents have connections to this staff, right? Uh, I'm not just going to look at everyone that that has worked with one of these coaches before, but guys that I think do make sense for one reason or the other with this Jaguars current coaching staff. So we're going to go ahead and dive into it. But if you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop. Just dropped our Duval football throwback tee. You can go check that out again. That's ginjag.com slash shop. So we will start with the Atlanta Falcons, the defensive side of the ball. That's where Ryan Nielsen, the Jaguars defensive coordinator coached last year. Um, You've got a number of free agents that I think could make sense for the Jaguars from the Falcons, right? Calais Campbell, does he want to come back to Jacksonville after Trent Balky kind of lowballed him last year? Who knows? Uh, probably if the price is right. Obviously, they were flirting a little bit last year. He ended up going to Atlanta, having a very nice season. Under Ryan Nielsen, but I definitely think Calais Campbell's the type of guy that could come in, provide leadership, get back with Josh Allen, get back on this defensive front and have another good run uh, and improve the run defense, improve the the team as a whole, right? This is the type of guy that makes your football team better in a lot of ways. I know he's up there in age. But I think Calais Campbell could make sense for the Jaguars if he's interested in a reunion. Again, didn't quite go so well when he came in for an interview last year. Uh, Bud Dupree, he's an edge rusher from the Falcons. He's spent time around the league right, Uh, with the Steelers, with the Titans, has had some injuries. But this is a guy that when he's healthy, he produces sacks. He's up there in age now. He's 31 years old. I don't think he's going to be pursued as a starter in this league, but if you bring him in to be a third or fourth edge rusher behind Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, I think that could make a lot of sense. I think he could fill that role well, and he got six and a half sacks last year in this this defense that the Jaguars are going to be bringing over from Atlanta, so uh, I think that's a pretty good fit. Jeff Okuda, if you want to take a flyer on a talented corner who has had trouble staying healthy, I think Jeff Okuda makes a lot of sense. He's a former you know, top five pick in the NFL draft, a guy that I loved coming out of Ohio State. He's just had troubles staying healthy. And if, if you want to take a flyer on that type of guy, uh, because you do have Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams, assuming neither of those guys goes anywhere, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. And even if one of those guys... not Tyson, he's not going anywhere, but the Jaguars could save a lot of money by moving on from Darius Williams. Jeff Okuda could be a candidate to compete for a starting job for you on the outside. So that could make sense for sure. You've also got Kentavious Street, who Nielsen coached at NC State, in New Orleans and in Atlanta last year. Uh, he he was started the year in Philly last year, ended up in Atlanta. More of an interior defensive lineman who can uh, get some push up front for you, a role-playing type guy, uh, compete for the back of the roster type guy, and also compete for a role, like I said. Um, moving on to Houston. You're like Houston? Who coached in Houston? Nobody. But they have a couple defensive players with connections to the Jaguars staff. Sheldon Rankins, who was in Houston, worked under... Ryan Nielsen in New Orleans for a couple years. I think he makes a ton of sense up front. He's a guy that can create interior penetration. um, A guy that can help Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, right? There was not enough uh, uh, of a push in the middle of the defensive front last year both from a run game standpoint and a pass game standpoint. If you get Sheldon Rankins in here and he's trying to push the pocket, get into the backfield, um, and not allow these quarterbacks to step up, you could see Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker thrive even more than they did in 2023. So I think he makes a lot of sense up there in age. Probably going to be in the range of $10 million. I think that's what PFF projected for his Uh, average annual value for his contract, but probably a one- or two-year deal for Sheldon Rankins and and a guy that I think has played in this defense and could absolutely help out uh, in in regards to what you need. Another Houston guy by way of Philly is Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett uh, was with the Eagles for a long time under Doug Peterson, and he kind of had a resurgence in, in Houston last year. I think that he's the type of guy that, again, as a fourth rusher for you, Uh, you know, one of those second wave guys makes a lot of sense. And he's still, I think only 27 or 28 years old Um, from Philly. Look at some guys that Doug Peterson coached over there. How about Jason Kelsey ever heard of him? Nah, I I would be shocked if he leaves Philly. I think if he plays another year, it's going to be for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think he's going to retire an Eagle. But if the door was open, the Jaguars absolutely need center help in a in the worst way, a huge way Um, that would alleviate a a need, at least short term. If the door was open, you got to pick up that phone, but I I doubt it will be Um, Fletcher Cox. This is a player that uh, at this point in his career is more of a uh, more of a pass rush specialist from the interior but hey, could you use a pass rush specialist on the interior? A guy who doesn't want to take all the reps, a guy who doesn't want to be out there the whole time, but you get him in there in those clear pass rushing situations, you need to get off the field on third down. He helps you do that, in my opinion. You've also got Brandon Graham, another guy who's been around the block, worked with Doug Peterson for a long time, and uh, can still get it done. He's not an interior rusher, more of an edge rusher, but uh, a guy more of a DPR at this point in his career, designated pass rush type. And I think he makes a ton of sense as well. Uh, so all those Philly connections uh, are the, the, that are guys you've known for a long time, they're a little bit older outside of Derek Barnett, who again was playing in Houston last year. Uh, but guys that I think would help this Jaguars roster compete at a higher level in 2024. And again, you're not trying to forsake the future this offseason. But you are in a win now mode. Like this team needs to win football games. They need to get back into the playoffs. They need to compete in the playoffs. Like this is a team that has a Super Bowl window with Trevor Lawrence on a rookie deal right now. Go get the job done. Uh, Quez Watkins, another Philly guy, not as big of a name as the other guys we've looked at from Philly. Uh, but he was drafted during during Doug's time in Philly. Uh, late round pick. He's a wide receiver. He is very fast, you know, four three five five speed I think. He's six feet tall, long arms, explosive athlete, doesn't drop the ball a lot, hasn't been super involved on on Philly's offense lately, but a guy who, competing to make this roster better, you know, as a depth receiver, I absolutely think Quez Watkins could make sense for them. Sua Opeta, a guard from Philly, undrafted free agent under Doug Peterson, had to play a lot last year for them at right guard. Not a great player, but Again, maybe as depth he could upgrade what you have. We'll, we'll see how that plays out, certainly. Um, from New Orleans, some guys that Ryan Nielsen coached over there. Zach Bond, kind of role player, uh, drafted. He was a linebacker slash edge hybrid coming out of Wisconsin. A little bit of that Frankie Louvu type, but more on the line of scrimmage than Louvoo. Uh, But he can rush from the edge. He can run and hit. He's a great special teams player. He can drop in coverage. Had the best season of his career last year. I think Zach Bond could be the type of guy that makes some sense for them as a rotational piece um, and a guy who can play special teams for you. Outside cornerback Isaac Yadam, he didn't actually work with Ryan Nielsen in New Orleans, but New Orleans, Dennis Allen, that's where Ryan Nielsen comes from, um, they signed Yadam last year. They got him in there, and he had a great year for them. Uh, Similar system, obviously. They're going to want to run a lot of press man coverage on the outside. I think that Yadam played you know, a lot of wide cornerback for them last year. He could be a fit. He played very well. He's got the length that they will be looking for, very good length uh, to play press man coverage and experience doing it, again, coming from New Orleans last season. Uh, Malcolm Roach, another potential rotational-type defensive lineman, kind of in that Contavious Street mold, um, had a good season last year for them. We'll see if they have any interest there. Ryan Nielsen coached him in New Orleans. Chris Richard, he's reportedly joining the Jaguars staff as a secondary coach, a great secondary coach. He was co-defensive coordinator with Ryan Nielsen in 2022. Um, He, again, more of a secondary guy. Looking at one of the guys that he coached in Dallas that I think could make sense for the Jaguars. Coach Dallas uh, prior to joining the New Orleans staff. Jordan Lewis, the nickel corner He's played a ton of snaps in the slot, has good length, can really play the run and blitz at a high level, had his best years in coverage under Chris Richard. Maybe he can compete for you at nickel. I don't think you would bring him in here and guarantee him a starting job, uh, but maybe a guy who could compete for a starting job and improve your overall depth in the secondary. So that's a pretty decent list there of guys that have connections to the Jaguars coaching staff. Um, I think that there's definitely going to be a lot of change within the Jaguars' ranks this offseason from a depth standpoint, and obviously there's a lot of maneuverability with some of the contracts they have. Maybe the Jaguars decide to uh, to back up the Brinks truck for some big free agents. We'll see how it plays out. But we will also be able to look at some, um, some guys – in the draft that that fit this Jaguars coaching staff. There's a lot of coaches reportedly joining the staff from the college ranks. When you talk about Matt House from LSU, you talk about uh, the Tennessee running backs coach joining the staff, a couple other guys. We'll look at look at some connections they have to guys in the draft this year down the road. But really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out genjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.